Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke with Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. Your monastery of the mind where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw upon the wisdom of the saints to help us to navigate this very, very challenging life. And it's getting more challenging every day, it seems, uh, in the church and outside both. So today we're talking, we're we're ending our series on Devil in the Castle. Yeah, and I have to tell you, I'm sad. Are you sad? I have I have so enjoyed digging deeper into St. Teresa and the interior castle. Like it's you just know, so beautiful. I agree with you. I and I do love this book. I know it sounds strange. I wrote it, but it feels like it's separate from me. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it came out of me. Uh I'm not implying it came from God or anything like that, but it just uh she's amazing mm-hmm. and the wisdom she provides is amazing. And just how she goes through the progress of the soul and how to what battles are going to come at each stage and mm-hmm. how do we fight? And it's been, it was fun to structure that, to summarize each, you know, battle and then to give strategies to overcoming mm-hmm. each one specific things people can do and then encouragement because it's interesting. And I didn't discover this really the pattern really until I did this, that she always is encouraging She's saying, this is tough. This is tough, but Hey, be encouraged. This is this is a the, you know you're moving toward God is their most common encouragement. You're farther from sin now. You're moving toward God. Yeah, yeah. She really feels like a sister in Christ to me. Yeah, me too. And just her accompaniment, her presence, her um, you know, it, it's just awesome to yeah. have her around. So, um, okay, so let's dive in. Yeah, to absolutely. What, the, what, the seventh mansion. What struck you about the seventh mansion? Um, you know. I, First of all, is that uh, what what struck me is this is a period of when the enemy's uh, ability to derail someone is de- greatly diminished. Yeah, there's always the worry that you could get off track mm-hmm. um, if you reach this level. But what I love is that the that we must always the reminder that we must always work to retain spiritual disciplines. Mm-hmm. And to guard against the flesh's rising up to rule the spirit again, that we constantly have to be aware. And, and so it ties right into her admonition, her encouragement, her reminder constantly that self-knowledge is the thing that we can never let go of. We always need to be growing in self-knowledge. And it's it's just endless because God is endless and our comparison to him uh, our nothingness reveals so much. And so the enemy is always wanting us to kind of fall into this pattern of self-reliance or complacency or sloth, um, acedia, this idea like, you know, oh, things are kind of quiet. I, I can just kind of rest right now. And as soon as we rest and we get complacent, um, we need to expect that that we'll be uh, falling backwards. falling backwards. So we need to not do that. So she just admonishes to keep going, keep up your spiritual disciplines. And at this point in the journey, it should be fairly habitual almost. Well, it, it would. In, in fact, it is. Yeah, right. all, all of the disciplines are habitual. 
And that's why the battle is not as raging as the first six mansions. Yeah. I love that she makes it very personal and that she she reveals that the Lord just loves us so tenderly that at this point he's he's really protective. Mm -hmm. And it it just makes the enemy just writhe because the enemy can't get to this soul. And if they get to this point and hold on to the Lord, they're they're safe. Like the Lord's going to bring them home at the end of their life. And the enemy just rises against that because there's so much good being done. The soul is, their will is completely aligned with God's will. So they live for the Lord 24 seven. They live for the Lord and they fight to that end constantly. Yeah. I think it's important. A couple of things you said, I really liked one. We're not impervious to falling to sin and you always have to guard. And the way you do that is to maintain your spiritual disciplines, which which she notes. Um, the other is that, and I and I, I we, you and I talked a little bit about it before the show. God is very, He loves us, and He's encouraging to us. And I it actually had a flashback, a negative flashback. I wanted to be a professional tennis player when I was a kid, and I remember, you know, I didn't get much support from my family or whatever. God's not like that. Um, he he puts us in the game, if you will, of becoming a saint. And he is super, he's like the perfect parent coming alongside to say, you're going to be fine. Hang in there. Don't get discouraged. Keep going. I'm with you. Right. You know, in fact, he even said it. I'm with you even to the, you know. So God is always, he set us on the course, but he promises that he began the good work in us, which it says in Philippians, I think, and he's going to finish it in us. And the key is we just have to constantly uh, show up, stay in the game. Yeah, yeah. We at, at this point, we've really sold all for the pearl of great price. Right, right. right. We've understood this this exquisite journey we on, we're on. The goal is union with God. And we're going to sell everything in order to to follow him and yeah. to gain that that pearl. Um at, at the cost of all else, right? right? Um, but at this point, the soul's discovered that nothing else really matters. Nothing yeah. else really matters. Nothing else really matters. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And and just for folks, if you're tuning in late and you missed the series, you can get it out at spiritualdirection.com. And also we're going to create a little, a free mini course uh, out at apostoleva.org. Anything else strike you, Stephanie, about this chapter that you wanted to bring up? Yeah, that this is um, really kind of like a divine secret, which mm -hmm. I just love. So, you know, we've been, you know, sometimes folks say, well, why do you focus on the devil? You shouldn't focus on the devil. Just, you know, focus on the good or whatever. And the thing is, is, you know, this growing in self-awareness and understanding how the enemy works in us is all important because if you don't know what you're fighting or or how to fight, you know, you can fall prey pretty quickly without some sort of extraordinary supernatural grace. So I love what you put here, which is just so very important. And we and it, and at this point, the soul sees how the devil's evil efforts have borne fruit in the soul through testing and purification, like silver and gold in the refiner's fire. And it's referencing Zechariah thirteen nine. Mm -hmm. You know, so that the enemy is still a creature that's been created by God. He's rejected God, but he's still God's creature. And he's trying to destroy um, 
the soul mm-hmm. and i you know it's like the lord is a mass is the master jiu-jitsu you know uh coach or whatever um and he constantly is showing the soul helping the soul and redirecting the efforts of the attacks of the enemy to actually work for the good of the soul mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so these divine tests of love um these trials and it's why we're told in james 1 we should rejoice in the trials. We should rejoice in these difficulties that we face because the Lord is, Jesus is Lord, and he's going to use it against the enemy and for the good of our salvation and purification if we stay awake, if we cooperate, and if we, again, follow the Lord with all that we are. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, some people might be listening and wondering, well, how the heck do I do that? Like, uh, you know, they read it, they read the strategies that, you know, and one of the things I did in this book, and, and I really wanted to make sure it was in this book, is I've never written a book and given all the tools that I thought were fundamentally necessary for someone to grow in holiness. There's so, not enough time. <laughs> right, right, right. But the, the book covers each each chapter of the interior castle from St. Teresa of Avila and the strategies, but also in it, I've woven into that text. And then in the, uh, the appendix uh, out after that, ways that you can do what she presumed you were already doing in order to get where she's describing you can go. Right. So we have something called the paradigm of ascent, which really is a summary of how it is that we, uh, can be authentic disciples of Jesus. And it's in this book, right? It is, yeah, both gra- visual form as well as description. Right, and I, this is the first time it's been published in one of your in books. In visual form, yeah. Right. I, I, it, uh, it was in uh, Spiritual Warfare and Discernment of Spirits, but it, but uh, only in, in word form. But I wanted to make sure, and the publisher agreed to put it all in, so that you you get a visual of how it is that you say yes to God. What are the most important protections and nurturing for that yes? Uh, which are the sacraments, and then uh, prayer, daily mental prayer, and the examine and ascesis. But I think it breaks it down, I think, to a level where n- nobody can fail to understand. I don't know if there is, is that a double negative. It, it's impossible to misunderstand how to make progress. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. If if you really desire it, and you ask for that grace, you're going to understand. And I, you know, one of your giftings, and I think part of our charism in, in Apostoli Vie and what we do and all of our teaching is that we bring things down to the practical. Right. So it's really, really helpful. I know that visually, if I mean, you could even take that paradigm of ascent and stick it in your prayer book and yeah. just check yourself against that every day, every day, and you will make progress. You will persevere and make progress if you stick to it. And I think folks are wondering, well, why aren't you talking about the chapter? And the bottom line is, in the seventh mansion, she said, "You know, you're this is this is the easiest place, really. You still have to re- retain your disciplines, that sort of thing." So, what we want to focus on in this part of the show, in the last half, is how do you get begin on the journey? What are the resources available to them, and all of that? So, the paradigm of set, we're talking about it now. It's in the book. We also have a free course out on apostoliva.org, A-P-O-S-T-O-L-I-V-I-A-E.org. And you can create a free profile. You don't. It, it, it's kind of like a digital monastery. So there's a there's thousands and literally thousands of faithful Catholics on that site. Anti Facebook. It is the anti Facebook. Right. The anti Facebook <laughs> or social media 
and we have uh, traditionalist Catholics and charismatic Catholics, you know, the whole gamut. Priests, religious, yeah, laity. Right. Who are all wanting to learn together how to grow. But there are free courses on um, the paradigm of ascent. There's a free course on how to practice mental prayer, which St. Teresa says is necessary for how you enter into the interior castle. It's necessary for your salvation. It's necessary. For, well, it, it, well, let's just say this, and this is true too. Entering in the into the interior castle is necessary for your salvation. And I'll say that because two doctors of the church have said it, that if that uh, mental prayer is St. Teresa of Avila and St. Alphonse of Liguri, both have said that mental prayer is necessary for your salvation. And if I could reword that before we go to the break, drawing near to Jesus and talking to him, <laughs> which sounds crazy to say it this way, but it's that is mental prayer, is necessary for your salvation. I think that breaks it down and takes it out of the ethereal into the practical. So when we get back from the break, we'll talk about a few more resources available for your spiritual growth. Hi, friends. We want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today. There is a growing need for well-formed, solid spiritual directors in the church today. The Avila Institute, in collaboration with Heart of Christ Spiritual Direction Program, offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards God. The program is grounded in Ignatian and Carmelite spirituality based on a Catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles in the new evangelization. This program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. We're talking about uh, the, the, uh, my newest book, Devil in the Castle, Saint Ther- Spiritual Warfare, St. Teresa of Avila, and the Progress of the Soul. And we've reached the pinnacle. We've reached union with God. Uh, spiritual marriage. No, in the book you're talking right. about. Right, right, no, seventh, <laughs> right. seventh chapter, right? Seventh yeah. mansion, yeah. not seventh chapter, seventh mansion. In seventh chapter too. Oh, okay. You were well, very, very You were cool. double right. Okay. Yeah, so, one chapter per mansion. But we've reached in this mansion, mm-hmm. spiritual marriage, where the soul's human will mm-hmm. is completely united with God's divine will. In other words, everything about them is in to the best of their ability is constantly being aligned and following what God desires for them. That that that's their end all be all. That's how they live. Yeah, well said. The the a lot of people don't know this, but it's not complicated. To define holiness is to holiness is the union of the wills. Right. It means that all that I will, whatever a hundred percent of my desires are the same as God's desires for me. Yeah. And you know, what's really beautiful um, before we get to the different resources that we have for, for our listeners is that God in his 
beautiful divine mercy mm -hmm. has given us all that we need in order to reach that state if we desire it. And it's his desire that we reach that level of union with him. So it's, you know, the sacraments and reconciliation, you know, all, all of these beautiful um, sacraments of the church, you know, the prayer, the teaching of the saints, and the example of Christ himself and his gift of his body in the Eucharist. And with all of this combined, if we just continue to stay and persevere, we will reach, reach this state if we desire it. Yeah, you're pointing to my favorite uh, passage in the Catechism, is the entire divine economy is ordered that we might know union yeah. with God. What you just described, God has given us you know, the hierarchy of the church, canon law, the sacraments, the, you know, just parishes, and, yeah. you know, all of that is ordered so that we will come to union, not so that we will be mediocre Christians, right. but that we will become saints. You know, and what's so incredible about it is he desires it. Mm -hmm. And and if we have fallen prey to the lie that God is against us, that he's some sort of, you know, a superpower nemesis that wants to see our failure or divine killjoy. Yeah, whatever it is, it's not, and it's not true. It's not true, and we we need to um, learn how to really listen to God's voice, to understand and recognize His voice, and follow it, and and partake of all these beautiful things that He's given us to bring us to Himself in complete unity. You know, absolutely, and the the. In terms of resources we have, we mentioned before the break, we have a free course on the paradigm of ascent in Apostle Olivier. We have a free course on mental prayer, you know, that follows what I wrote in Into the Deep to help people understand what that is. We have a free course on how to do the examine. I mean, just whatever you need, along with all the fellowship and support that you need in apostoleva.org is out there. If you want a more formal uh, education on the interior life spiritual direction.com uh, will lead you to the Avila Institute as well. So avila-institute.org. We have amazing courses on the interior life, both from a graduate study standpoint and from uh, what we call a school of spiritual formation, which is not undergrad. It's, it's actually easier than that, but mm -hmm. the quality of the education is not less. It's just for made for busy priests, religious, and lay people who don't have as much time at their disposal to do a graduate program and all the papers and all that. Mm -hmm. I want to tell folks, just as an example, a few different kinds of courses that we teach at the Avalon Suit that are absolutely amazing. Liturgies and devotion to the Byzantine Rite. So learning more about the Eastern, rung, Eastern Lung, uh, as uh, Pope John Paul II used to speak of, the church. So the Byzantines, of course, in union with the Pope in Rome and Father Joel Barstad's teaching that and he's a Byzantine priest, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Barstad talked, used to teach with, with us before he became a priest. That's one example. Another one is transformation in Christ. It's funny, both of these are on, on Catholic Eastern spirituality. And this one is how that you become a partaker in the divine nature, as St. Peter said in his epistle. Um, but uh, Dr. Gamma talks about the mission of Christ, his invitation, his calling to deeper conversion and intimacy, uh, et cetera. So if you want to grow uh, in your faith, if you want to understand what the 
saints have said across the spectrum of the church. It's not just one, it, it is named, I mean, we are the founders, Dr. Lillis and I are Carmelite, as is Stephanie, as is our community, um, primarily Carmelite, but our goal is not to make everyone into our own image, so to speak, or even to the image of the Carmelite saints. The goal is to present the panoply, the beautiful uh, cornucopia. It's not, it's not a Thanksgiving. I always think of cornucopias at Thanksgiving, but the beautiful panoply of uh, the church or the, di the, 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 the facets of the diamond. Mm -hmm. Franciscan's spirituality is very beautiful when it's, or when it's faithful. Dominican spirituality. So all of these different uh, spiritualities in the church we're trying to give to you through the Avil Institute to grow and really come to union with God. Yeah, I mean, whatever you um, really, most anything that you're looking for, you're going to find it and it's going to be faithful. Um, you're you're going to be able to engage in the material and listen and um, and and the community of Apostoli Via and never worry that you're going to be led into something that's going to be dangerous for your spiritual growth or lead you off into, you know, um, some non-Christian something, something or another. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I was talking to somebody recently at our divine intimacy marriage retreat, and she said, I'm, I'm just so relieved to have found y'all. She said, I, I have gone to things, I've gone to events, I've, I've engaged in things that have come across at my parish or whatever. And she said, I get an inch deep and I'm panicking because I'm realizing that they're teaching things that are going to be dangerous for my soul. And I had enough formation mm. and enough understanding that this was not Christian and it wasn't in keeping with the teachings of the church. And she said, I just can't tell you what a relief it is to be able to rest and to just partake of this and just drink it to the dregs and and what God's doing in in me and in my marriage and all of this through the Avila Institute, through spiritualdirection.com and through Apostoli VA. You know, it, it's a it's a difficult time. There's a lot of confusing stuff out there. And it's important to draw near to truth and goodness and holiness. And uh, as as you and I often say, saints run in packs. So you need to go look for the saints and, and, and run with them and run with them um, because that's how we're going to get each other there. And uh, it's just really such a grace. You know, I'm just curious because this whole series has been on St. Teresa of Avila and how to uh, her wisdom. And of course, you you did a series with uh, Endow with Education, the Nature and Dignity of Women and yeah. great organization supporting. Yeah. And you can find it on their pod podcast series. It's a seven-part series on their study of St. Teresa of Avila, Teacher of Prayer. As we kind of wind things down, uh, is there anything about her or St. Teresa, her teachings, that really got to you in a different way? Because well, you, you've been around it for a while. Mm -hmm. Is there any anything you want to convey to people about it that maybe has just uniquely impacted you? Um, I think it's just her desire through her writings to convey this for everyone. Yeah. Just her, her, you know, she, she can, she can be difficult to understand sometimes, mm -hmm. but, um, her obedience, her humility, um, her fervency, her strength, um, all of it conveys ingenuity. her ingenuity. Yeah all of that. And, and I just, um, am so moved by her 
And I just think that if you engage in it, no matter really what your spirituality is, whether you're Dominican, Franciscan, um, certainly if you're Carmelite, you're going to gain. You're going to gain by knowing St. Teresa and her writings. It's funny. Of course, great Dominican scholars, uh, Father Reginald Garrigou Lagrange, Father Lagrange, uh, Ontario, uh, and others, uh, Jordan Amon, they were all Dominican. Those three I mentioned are Dominicans and mm-hmm. were deeply enriched by uh, Carmelite spirituality. And I think no matter, it's your point is really good because people think that if they're in one order, that that's only where they should get their sustenance. And that mm-hmm. just isn't true. No, because it really, whatever order you're in, you need to be praying. Yeah. And if you don't know the God who created you, I mean, you're going to end up at the end, no matter, you know, how many, you know, devoted practice, you know, devotions you've done. If you don't know him, you will hear, depart from me. I never knew you, knew you, you know, as Adam knew Eve, there's this intimacy that he's calling us to, and it can only come through prayer. And St. Teresa explains that she shows us, she gives concrete examples and it's just really so incredibly helpful. Yeah, and for the picky listener out there, if you're if you didn't if you haven't listened to Stephanie for a long time, of course she's assuming that we're in the sacraments and that we're living in a state of grace. Right. But that's foundational. I mean, even to get all the graces out of the sacraments, the great doctors of the church, Teresa of Avila in particular, but also Saint Alfonso Seguri, Saint John of the Cross, Saint Therese would all tell you that the more you draw near to Jesus in mental prayer, the more it's going to enrich your sacramental participation. Yeah. So it's not a, a separate thing it's uh, that saves you, but it's something that draws you near to him and where you experience him more great yeah. deeply. So pick up the book, uh, Devil in the Castle, St. Teresa of Avila, Progress of the Soul. Go ahead. Yeah. So I'd like to end today with your the final sentence in okay, your book because I just think it's so fantastic. So again, we've been talking about, you know, the devil in the castle. And so here is uh, what you put. And I just think it's awesome. For God uses the devil as his own instrument in the sanctification of souls, a paradoxical mode of resistance training to raise up valiant lover soldiers who will fight for and worship their Lord and their King in the holy and sacred heart of the castle. Awesome. I mean, I'm giving myself credit for writing that. I, I you know, I it, think when my editor may have written that. I don't know. It was, it was too too well done. It's beautiful. There you go. Just receive. There you go. Thanks for being with us, folks, and for walking with us through Devil in the Castle. Go pick it up, read it, spread the word, uh, help others to come to a deeper relationship with Jesus through that and a lot of other of our works. We're grateful to have you as listeners and friends. And we'll meet you in prayer. Until the next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire, spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable at the coming of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.